This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Congressman Jerry Carl praised 1819 News recently for covering the story of the MS-13 gang member from El Salvador who was found and arrested in Chelsea, Alabama. Juan Portilla was on the 100 most wanted by the El Salvadorian government. He was wanted for kidnapping, homicide, extortion, and being part of a terrorist organization. Portillo is currently in the custody of the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency and will be deported out of the U.S. Carl says he found out about this story on the 1819 News website, and he blames the Biden administration for this continuing to happen with Biden's open border policy. And, and I, I appreciate your uh, media picking that up. I would have never known about it, to be perfectly honest. And I picked it up reading, reading your stuff, and I, it, it, scared this, it scared me to death. Because you've got the worst of the worst of the worst they find in Chelsea, Alabama, running his business, which is MS-13, uh, running his business right there. That should be awakening for this entire country. And the way he got there is walking across the border with open borders. This administration's got it's got to end. We've got to have some type of tracking system. We've got to have some type of of orderly system to bring them across the border. I know the president's selling selling the, the fence down there. If he thinks for a second that's going to stop us from building the fence, he's kidding himself. We'll go buy a new fence. I, and I'm not really sure what he's doing is legal. But with that said, we're, we're, we've got to build a fence. We've got to increase, and we put enough money in the budget. In, in, in the budget we put together in the House, we have enough money in there to cover 28,000 more border agents and enough money there to secure the fence and the technology needed to run that fence. So uh, this administration, this this criminal, I mean, the worst of the worst, is caught in Chelsea, Alabama, in our backyard in rural Alabama. It's all because this administration, for whatever reason, I go back to what what I said a while ago, they're politicians. They don't give you a reason why. And when they, and if they do, I really question it. And uh, we can get into that another time. But but thank you for what you did at 1819 News. I would have never known if it hadn't been for that. Carl spoke with 1819 News editor Jeff Poor on FM 106.5 out of Mobile. Alabama Congressman Mike Rogers is calling on the Government Accountability Office to launch an investigation into the decision to place the U.S. Space Command in Colorado rather than Huntsville. The Biden administration reversed the decision that was set in motion by Donald Trump for the U.S. Space Command to come to Alabama. The U.S. Air Force conducted its own separate process for choosing their next headquarters despite Trump's recommendation, and Huntsville still came out on top. Other red states came in second, third, and fourth, and blue state Colorado came in fifth. However, Biden went with Colorado. Rogers, who is chairman of the House Armed Services Committee, sent a letter to the Government Accountability Office saying that the process of decision-making within the U.S. military must be standardized, repeatable, transparent, and deliberate. He says that the way in which the U.S. Space Command decision was reversed by President Joe Biden appears to be anything but that. Rogers says that preferential decision-making by the president should not be a factor in basing requirements, and he is requesting that the GAO get to the bottom all of this through a series of questions that Rogers submitted in that letter. A Montgomery County Circuit judge has declined to remove an injunction that was placed against the Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission. 
Judge James Anderson made the decision this past Thursday. The injunction was placed in response to a lawsuit that was filed against the AMCC by a company that was first granted a license to operate in Alabama within the medical cannabis industry, and that all happened in early summer. Then the company had the license revoked just last week when the AMCC reissued a series of licenses to make up for an error that they made in the process months ago. The plaintiffs claim that the AMCC violated the Open Meetings Act. The injunction will be in place until the end of August. The Daily Mail is reporting on over a dozen accusations that are coming from within the CIA and thereby women claiming sexual assault and cover-up by other CIA male agents and their authorities. One of those cases involves a trainee within the CIA who is a native of Alabama. Ashkan Bayapur was convicted this week in court for a misdemeanor assault charge of cornering a female CIA trainee in a stairwell, wrapping a scarf around her neck and forcibly kissing her. Other female CIA agents are coming forward with complaints of other sexually abusive behavior, as well as coercion or threats to keep the females silent. One of the attorneys for these plaintiffs, Kristen Alden, spoke with the Daily Mail, saying the culture of secrecy and assumed names within the CIA really elevates the chilling effect of retaliation and isolation that a victim will feel following the harassing or assaulting behavior. Moms for Liberty is expanding in Alabama. The nationwide nonprofit organization is creating a chapter in Baldwin County. The goal of Moms for Liberty is to empower parents in defending their parental rights as well as the innocence of their children. Rebecca Watson of Fairhope told 1890 News that Moms for Liberty also follow legislation and get involved in holding state lawmakers accountable. Watson was approached by Moms for Liberty in this effort to open up a new chapter after Watson spoke in Fairhope against drag show performances in front of children. In 2022, Moms for Liberty were targeted by the Southern Poverty Law Center. The SPLC went so far as to label the group of moms as extremists and place them on their list of hate groups for 2022. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy is now indicating that an impeachment inquiry is very close to happening. McCarthy spoke on Fox Business about why the discussion is resurfacing when it comes to impeaching Joe Biden. If they use this special counsel to say that they can't provide us the information, then it just shows more politics and it will not stop us. Then we would move to impeachment inquiry and we would be able to still get the documents that we need as we move forward. The chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, Jim Jordan, is launching a probe into the Fulton County District Attorney, Fannie Willis, on whether or not she collaborated with federal officials to bring the indictments against Trump and his attorneys that occurred last week. Willis issued conspiracy charges against Trump regarding his questions and challenges to the 2020 election results in that state. Jordan says that the indictments from Willis implicate a substantial federal interest and her actions raise serious concerns about whether she's politically motivated. Jordan notes that Willis started her investigation into Trump back in February 2021, but has only just now come forward with charges in the middle of a presidential primary process. Jordan sent a letter to Willis asking questions about the timing of her indictments, the motivation behind them, and all of those involved. Meanwhile, Trump did fly into Atlanta, Georgia on Thursday night, and was booked and fingerprinted in the Fulton County Jail. He then flew back to Bedminster, New Jersey, speaking briefly with reporters before boarding his jet. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And everybody knows it. I've never had such support. And that goes with the other ones, too. What they're doing is election interference. They're trying to 
interfere with an election. There's never been anything like it in our country before. This is their way of campaigning. And this is one instance, but you have three other instances. It's election interference. Trump also released his mugshot on his own Truth Social account, in which he wrote underneath the picture, election interference, never surrender, DonaldJTrump.com. Just a day before all of this occurred, the Republican primary candidates who are going up against Trump since he's leading in the polls held a televised debate with each other. It was hosted by Fox News. Trump did not take part in that. That GOP debate pulled in 23 million views. On the very same night, Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson, formerly of Fox News, released a 45-minute interview that they put together. That interview was released on Tucker Carlson's Twitter account and so far has over 240 million impressions on that social media site. Another report is coming out from the Gateway Pundit when it comes to a covered-up election investigation in Muskegon County, Michigan. Two weeks ago, the police report on the case was obtained by the Gateway Pundit. That report named GBI Strategies as a group that had submitted tens of thousands of voter registrations in Muskegon County ahead of the 2020 election. Many of those voter registrations were found to be incomplete and invalid by the Muskegon County clerk. And due to the nature of this election fraud, the Michigan police got involved and conducted investigation. They later passed that whole investigation onto the FBI. And from that point, the case was silenced and went nowhere. Now the Gateway Pundit has talked to confidential sources within the Muskegon Police Department in which photos were then provided showing a stack of fake and fraudulent voter applications that the Muskegon clerk and Mesh found. Those applications have the same handwriting and printed signatures and are obviously frauds. This had to be brought to the attention of the Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel, but Nessel has yet to prosecute any of those cases. The Michigan Republican State Party has now reported that there are 32,000 more voters on the Muskegon County voter file than normal. The Michigan AG is telling the Gateway Pundit that these are simply irregularities that were caught and were never put on the qualified voter rolls. However, the media is not allowed to gain access to the voter rolls or the voter files in order to substantiate that claim. Maui County is launching a lawsuit against Hawaiian Electric Company regarding the power lines that sparked the fires in high winds and dry conditions in the Lahaina area. The lawsuit claims that Hawaiian Electric did not shut off the power feed when those high winds became dangerous. The lawsuit also accused the power company of neglect in not keeping the power poles and lines free from vegetation and underbrush. The lawsuit accuses Hawaiian Electric of knowing the dangers of all these conditions and doing nothing. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 